pocket. And that's going to minister to each of us. And I, I pray that you guys are open. You're receptive for what they have. They're not getting up here to talk. They're getting up here to speak a word. And um, I really hope that you guys stand behind them and you back them. I know that they've been in prayer for the last few weeks about what they're going to talk about tonight. And no matter how long or how short it is, it's going to be awesome. And so I hope you guys can uh, get behind them. I know you love them just like I do, and they're going to do awesome. First up is Cub. Cub is going to come, and he's going to bring a word. Hopefully he does better than his team. Oh, I had to. I love you, Brayden. Bring a word. Just a reminder, the Cubs won that series. Tonight, I'm going to be speaking on how we need to come to church to worship. Don't come to, the, don't come to watch the worship. We can't be a spectator and respect to receive something. Colossians th- chapter 3, 14 through 17 says, And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which all... And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ, Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do, do in word or deed. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks to God and the Father by him. We need to come into church ready to worship. Instead of being ready to clap our hands every few songs and be ready to receive something. All right. John chapter 4 verse 23 through 24 says, But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such, a, such to worship him. God is the spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I felt like this verse was saying, when we come with an expectancy to worship him, he honors that. Uh, Psalms chapter 95, verses 1 through 6. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. And his hands are the deep places of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the God, our maker. This verse talks about how big God is because of who he is. He is worthy of our praise and worship. Becoming a worshiper has meant a great deal to me personally. It has built my relationship with God. It has helped me to have a closer, closer, deeper connection. Even when I have a bad day, he helps me with my attitude, and it will make any day better. Worship is the way that the battle is won. It's your defense against the enemy. Worship uplifts and glorifies God. I challenge you this week to become a worshiper. Worshiper, It changed my life, and it will change yours. That was a good word by Brayden. Uh, first, I want to give honor to Sister Sheila and Pastor giving me the opportunity to come up here and speak to y'all tonight. Um, I'm going to be in the book of Psalm 62, uh, 
He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. And God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. And the title of my message tonight is, it probably doesn't have anything to do with the verses that I just spoke about, well, just spoke, but God is here, and that's what I want to talk about. God is here. In the verses I read, talks about how God, you can be seated. In the verses I read, talks about how God is here when we need him, how nothing is too hard for him, how he is our help, and how he is literally there when we need him, no matter the situation, the little things, the big things, the things that we seem to think is impossible, the things that we think will never get better, and I can keep naming and naming. But sometimes we often question God. We have these thoughts where we thought God would do and he didn't do. We seem to ask the question, where are you? I wanted to speak on this topic because everyone in here has a Lazarus. And God is here to meet that tonight. I think most people know the story of Lazarus where is he's one of God's friends and sisters to Martha and Mary. And Jesus was one to raise Lazarus up from the dead after he was dead for not only one, not only two, and not only three, but for four days. And he did it because some of the disciples were trying to kill him in Jerusalem, and he did that to show them that he was the Savior. It helps us to learn that when it feels like God is doing nothing, he may be doing more than you could ever imagine. Performing miracles when our mind thinks he's not, our minds begin to have thoughts where we don't believe in God and don't believe he's there for us. We tend to go through things that we often think are very hard and difficult. That seems it would never end. And we sometimes think, God, are you really here? Do you actually see what I'm dealing with? We cry and cry and say, God, do you see my tears running down my face as I'm going through this hard time? Why aren't you listening to me, God? Why aren't you here for me? You said you're my rug. You said you're my provider. You said you're my healer. You said you're the God who makes everything better. But why aren't the things I'm going through getting any better? We begin to get mad at God. We begin to start yelling at him. Why aren't you listening to me, God? Why aren't you doing the things that people say you do? How many in here can be transparent enough by a lift of a hand that you've, you've been in that state before? Those are all the thoughts that the devil wants us to believe. And the devil is a liar. I wanted to say tonight and remind y'all that if God raised Lazarus from the dead after four days of him being dead, we shouldn't have to question God, where are you? Just sit, just by knowing God raised him up, that should begin to build our faith and believe that he's always there no matter the situation. If you're having those thoughts and that is changing you to believe that God isn't there because God is always there and he's never left you. Don't let the devil trick, don't let the devil trick you and to make you feel that God isn't done doing miracles because he is still doing them and he isn't done with you going back to the verses i use in psalm 62 5 through 8 he is here tonight to be all those things and i asked you if you can stand with me tonight i'm closing i ask you if you are tired of dealing with you are dealing with you're tired of going through it thinking no one is here god is here tonight to meet whatever it is that you have present to him if you would come to this the musicians would come and the singers God is here to meet whatever it is for you that you have to him. Begin, if you come to the altar, if you feel such as the need to come to the altar.
God is here to show you the same power that he raised Lazarus up. God is here to provide in any situation that you have for him. Just cry out to God, and God is here to meet you tonight.